Syracuse University sets a return date for the fall. There's a flaw in the hospitalization numbers in Onondaga County, and a Syracuse University alum involved in a scandal in Florida's coronavirus numbers. This is your Syracuse.com Morning Flash Briefing for Thursday, May 21st, 2020. I'm Brent Dax. Syracuse University will hold in-person classes in the fall and plans to start classes Monday, August 24th, according to an email to the university community from Chancellor Kant Severud. The school plans to hold classes with an accelerated academic calendar similar to the one announced earlier this week by New York University. The school said that the accelerated schedule will likely require students to take some additional Friday and weekday classes. Syracuse students will start classes one week earlier than initially scheduled and end classes about two weeks earlier. The school's Thanksgiving break will mark the end of in-person instruction. Review sessions and final exams will be conducted virtually, part of an effort to reduce potential exposure to the coronavirus from students leaving campus and then returning. Severud wrote that Syracuse will offer most of its classes in an online format in addition to hosting them in person to accommodate those with health concerns. He said that faculty members should be prepared to transition to virtual instruction if it becomes necessary. Hospitalizations due to the new coronavirus in Onondaga County are at about their highest level ever, but Onondaga County Executive Ryan McMahon said the numbers don't tell the whole story. A total of 78 people in the county are now hospitalized due to the virus, up eight from yesterday, but half of those people, 39, are well enough to be discharged. They're nursing home residents and can't go home yet due to a state order that's mandating they test negative for the virus first. That sometimes can take weeks, McMahon said, and may not occur until well after an individual is no longer sick with symptoms. McMahon has been talking about the problem all week. The state rule on testing is essentially forcing people to use hospitals as a hotel. Reporters in Albany asked Governor Cuomo about central New York's rising hospitalizations. Cuomo said he hasn't seen any significant warning signs in the region's numbers yet. Two more people died due to the virus in Onondaga County in the last day, bringing the countywide death total to 107. Governor Ron DeSantis denies he fired a Syracuse University alum for allegedly refusing to censor Florida's coronavirus data as the state pushed for reopening. Rebecca Jones, a Department of Health employee who developed a COVID-19 dashboard for Florida, said this week that she was fired for refusing to manipulate data to, quote, drum up support for the plan to reopen. NBC2 reports Florida Commissioner of Agriculture Nikki Fried has called for an investigation in a letter which said Jones was initially reassigned after raising concerns before being fired. The Florida governor said Jones was fired because of insubordination. Calling all true crime podcast fans, Syracuse.com's newest podcast series, The Condemned, combines local history with the fascination of true crime stories. The Condemned podcast will tell the stories of five men, each sent down the last mile to be executed in a machine that was invented in upstate New York, the electric chair. Our podcasts are available on all the popular platforms, including iTunes and Spotify. The first episodes will be released June 1st. That's your Syracuse.com Morning Flash Briefing. For Thursday, May 21st, 2020, I'm Brent Dax. Stay safe and have a great day.